0: Welcome to Advanced Automation, a podcast by Calvary Robotics, where you'll find industry leaders and experts sharing their thoughts on the world of automation.
1: My name is Joe Gemma, and I will be your host today. We have a really special guest today, one of my colleagues in special technology he's going to talk to you about. Uh, please join me in welcoming Chris Greve from our one of our technology areas. Chris, welcome. Uh, Before we get started on the discussion we want to talk about in the technology, maybe tell us, our listeners who may not know you, a little about yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Joe, thanks. It's nice to be here. I've uh, grown up here in uh, Webster, New York, currently working at Calvary Robotics, been here for about six years, uh, run the, the simulations and virtual reality department. Basically, what we do in my department is... We support the sales and applications department by creating uh, conceptual renderings and animations of the machines running at rate for, um, sales proposals and marketing material.
1: Oh, that sounds pretty interesting. And certainly we've taken advantage of those technologies. So it's kind of a unique kind of background. What explain your path and what brought you to
0: where you are now? Okay. So, uh, I was kind of interested in like, uh, drawing and in, in high school, but not really like artistic. I guess you could say more like mechanical stuff and uh took drafting in high school and cad in high school kind of got my feet wet there and then i ended up going to uh alfred state college and took the drafting cad technical illustration program there Uh, i graduated from there and ended up working in the industry and basically kind of evolved the role of a technical illustrator to what it is now uh, with the advent of 3D software, the technical illustrator job was kind of becoming obsolete because engineers could generate their own exploded drawings and instruction manuals and stuff from from the yeah. solid models. Whereas with what we're using now, we're taking more of an artistic approach to it. So we'll take the, the engineering models and we'll add detail to them. We'll light them and shade them so they look hyper-realistic and do what we do create our images for our proposals and our animation. So
1: it sounds like you got a little bit of a educational background to get you to move you in that direction but then you actually learned a little bit on the job as you went along is that
0: is yeah that at, yeah so when i went to college we were doing renderings with airbrushes and stuff yeah. i mean it was the the 3d stuff was was out there but it, a lot of companies hadn't uh, transitioned to it yet you're we talking like 1997 1998 and then you know five or six years down the road a lot of companies transitioned to this stuff and it became more affordable so i kind of took the route of of finding this kind of process and teaching it to myself.
1: Interesting. So, um, I, you know, we hear a lot of people talk about some of those terms like animation and simulations and VR, uh, and mm-hmm. it's certainly interesting, I think to our audience and hopefully as they're listening in, they can learn a little bit more about this. So maybe explain from the Calvary perspective, what what's that process of simulations in VR at Calvary? What does it mean for us?
0: Um, so simulations is, is basically where we create our, our animated videos. So we'll take the, the 3d models from engineering and sometimes like, we'll get like, not no 3d models. We'll get like a, uh, a sketch on a dry erase board, sometimes a paper napkin sketch, and then we'll build the geometry in the computer. But we'll take the that engineering data or create new data in more of a a software that's traditionally used for video game and film and television visual effects. So you take that,
1: right. that proverbial napkin drawing and turn it into some kind of a reality perspective for people.
0: Right. And that's for the, the, the simulations part of it. Right. So then from there, we can leverage all the work that we've done animating and bring it into a video game engine to create VR applications.
1: Ah. Okay. So is many of our customers take advantage of the VR applications?
0: Yeah, uh, there's been a few. The The hard part about that is that they have to be on site here to see it because we have to have the the sensors and I'm actually sitting in the, the VR room right now. So not every one of them do, but we have done quite a bit of it.
1: So for the benefit of the listeners, we have that capability of technology on site there in-house that they can take advantage of then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There was actually one instance where uh, we were doing a design approval for a job and we basically built the whole thing in VR and they did the design approval all day. These guys had, they were out on the shop floor. We brought the rig out to the shop floor and they, they were doing the wearing the goggles and they did the whole design approval process through that. And they actually found some ergonomic issues that they wouldn't have found until they actually started manufacturing. So it saved a bunch of money and change orders and it worked out really well.
1: So it brought some other practical benefits uh, to the process. So what what's the value add of simulations and, and VR to our customers?
0: Yeah. So basically uh, a lot of times when we go out to bid the jobs, the, the person making the, the decision is in the purchasing department and they usually don't have a lot of experience, probably reading CAD drawings and whatnot. So what we provide them is a, a video that is hyper-realistic showing how the machine runs and functions at the rate that it's supposed to doing every process that it needs to. And they can actually see what they're going to buy before it's engineered and designed and built.
1: So it actually even works at the rate. It's not like a sped up
0: uh, version. So it really works at the rate that they should expect to see on their floor. Yeah. And, and, and there are instances sometimes where we, we you can speed it up and we'll we'll do like a time lapse because some certain processes are, you know, you know take minutes where somebody doesn't want to sit there and watch a 25 minute video to show the whole something. Thing. So, so, so there are instances where we'll like do time lapse and cut fade and whatever. But for the most part, we can make anything run at the real speeds that it's going to speed or run and um and animate it that way.
1: That's interesting information because there's some flexibility to it too, that I I didn't realize. So I'm sure our listeners will benefit from that too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you talk about the addition of virtual reality to Calvary and how that's changed our business?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a a great tool. Uh, Like I said, the, there's, you know, the nuance of the customer has to be here. It's not something we can build and send them via email and whatnot. Uh, But it does, does help get a good perspective of what's going on in the machine and people can see it and walk through it. You can actually, you know, look at the gripper fingers moving and actuating and picking parts and walk through the guarding. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a a, a great tool to have in our arsenal for sure. And
1: so it gives the customer a little more level of confidence of what they're going to have because they can actually work through their own factory. Absolutely. Yeah. So now It's a very dynamic technology world we're living in today, uh, and Mm -hmm. certainly you're on the technology side. How do you keep up with this ever-evolving, dynamic
0: technologies in your field? Uh, Well, we're constantly always doing research, and we're constantly learning uh, because things change rapidly and so fast. So, you know, something you did for a project, you know, a year ago may not be the best way to do it now. So. In my department, I encourage everybody to do as much research as possible, learn as much as you can, and just stay on, on up-to-date with the, the current trends and what's going on.
1: And I'm sure your department shares what they're learning with each other, so that's a great way yeah. to kind of expand what you learn. And mm-hmm. uh, You mentioned something uh, previously, too, about email, and while well, virtual reality isn't something you can email, but uh, the simulations or animations you do, all those, can you transfer those through uh, email technologies or uh, file mm-hmm.
0: transfer? Yeah. To- Excuse me. Typically, um, some of the videos are too large to actually be through email. So what we'll do is we'll Dropbox them or FTP them that way. Um, some of them are short enough and small enough where we can, you know, send an email. But for the most part, uh, they're they're usually like FTP or Dropbox.
1: Okay. So the they're customer dropbox. can see it without having to come to Calvary. We can share Correct. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then also from these, these animations, we can generate images that actually go into the sales proposal. It helps document the actual quote.
1: And it gives a 3D image right in the document. So mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Good. And I guess even in things like, you know, what we're doing, video type of communications like we're doing now, in a go to meeting, we would have, be able to even show it on a screen so we could share it that way too, correct? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. good. Okay. So you've done a lot in this area, certainly supported the company, helped our growth in that way. And, and this technology is. Uh, been a nice tool for our customers. What what would you say are some of the, your greatest achievements or success stories for you and your team or your department have had to
0: this to mm-hmm. date? One one thing comes to mind, and it was um, I think probably one of the first things I did when I came to work at Calvary, and uh, it was for a customer, and it was kind of the customer was on site and they were doing kind of review processes and making changes daily, so the uh, applications engineer would come to me and be like, all right, they want to change this. Can you can you modify it? So I would I would make the modifications and then we would re-render it overnight. And then the next morning we come in and we have a video of it. The final video actually got shown, I think, to um to the I think the CEO of the of the, the company. And he couldn't understand why he couldn't buy the one he was watching in the video. So,
1: I, that so was well to him,
0: huh? right. So not only did we win the work because we, we, you know, we, we did our, our good job that we always do, but he gave me one of the best comments I can get as an artist because he, he didn't know it was fake.
1: Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, we all try to look at what's the future and then we talk about technology is so dynamic at this point. So uh, how, what do you see in, in fact, your department, your role five years from now?
0: Uh, I'm probably going to be still be doing what I'm doing. I I enjoy being a working manager. You know, I I definitely am in the trenches with the guys and, and, you know, learning constantly and advancing. Definitely would like to see the group get bigger, though. It'd be nice to maybe, you know, double the size in five years. Good. Well,
1: your help in growing our business would probably dictate that that'll happen. So thanks for what you're doing there to help us. No problem. Anytime. So now to people that are listening in or or watching for the first time here thinking, wow, this stuff's really amazing. It's exciting. I want to do that for maybe for a living. What would you tell them? How do they get started? What would they do? What should they do?
0: Well, I would look into possibly, you know, video game design, film and television effects, that kind of thing. That's definitely, we leverage that as those skills a lot for sure.
1: OK, OK, good. Thanks. And at least gives us some direction to start out because it is exciting work. Um, mm-hmm. So now we're, we're going to as we, we close out, maybe some people want to get in touch with Calvary about how to use these tools. What's the best avenue for them to reach out to Calvary Robotics to take advantage of us as an organization and take advantage of the tools that you have available to help them see what their factory could look like?
0: Uh, I would say just reach out to account managers and uh, we go from there.
1: Good. Well, we'll certainly try to help them. And we, we appreciate the work you're doing and the time uh, you spent with us today. Thank you again, Chris, for being here today. It's, no really, problem. it's really exciting stuff you're doing. It's, it's energizing for all of us. And I know our customers uh, will continue to take advantage of it. And certainly, hopefully more customers will take advantage as we go forward. Thanks again for spending your time. For our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Look forward to speaking to you next time. Thanks, Chris.